Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, but let's try one. Let's try one. <laughs> Welcome to The Queen Pod, a podcast all about the incredible rock group Queen. My name is Simon Lupton, and joining me is a man who loves Queen more than Freddie wants to ride a bicycle. It's Rohan Acharya. <laughs> Are you a frequent bike rider, Ro? Well, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> yep, because I want Freddie to ride me. No, 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 no. not for the opening of a podcast. No. Come on, we're meant to be wholesome. No, absolutely. Well, the thing is, is Freddie wasn't particularly keen on to ride bicycles but in the song he goes on about how he wants to ride one so i thought that worked didn't it love a ride love on a bicycle <laughs> excellent as always we are being assisted by producer sam and this is the moment that everyone looks forward to on the pod where i say hello sam yep good well done That's, that is my favorite bit yeah no i know it's i look forward to it i couldn't be prouder i'm literally glowing i know it, it looks like anger but it's pride <laughs> it's pride yeah. i can see that today we are going to be joined by a very important person within the queen organization to chat about a very exciting piece from the recently released miracle box set but before we do that very thing let's find out if queen are the champions yeah. we are the champions Okay, this is the part where we get to share a moment where Queen either intentionally or unexpectedly crept into our lives. Rohan, I'm coming to you for this one. That's okay, have you got one? No. Have you not? <laughs> well, I have, actually. Oh, that's a relief. I have. Uh, weirdly, it is a bit of a miracle of, of a moment, I have oh, to say. Oh, I see what we did there. But I think I need to set the scene first. So, okay. producer Sam and I, we'd never lived together, right? So that's not happened in the, in the past. A lot of tragedy, a lot of tears. Um, uh, but we recently moved in together. Aww. And we've now got this awesome... I mean, it is such a boys' flat. Like, the posters are all like... It's all like the A-team and Cobra. And it's ridiculous. But... <laughs> They're all from of, your era, not his. <laughs> I am educating him correctly. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about you, but when you move... when I Like, Sam has got his room all beautifully set up and it's all unpacked and lovely. I, I literally am a shoebox. Like... Everything is in boxes. Everything is in boxes. I've got nothing unpacked. 
I'm just, I'm hopeless at it. I just, mm-hmm. I, I never want to do it. In the madness of all of last year, I just about had enough money at the exact moment that the Miracle box set dropped. I had just enough on my credit card balance. <laughs> to, and I shouldn't have, but I did. I just got it straight away. And I got the super duper, ultra duper, <gasps> maximum collectory. Okay. The full on. One. The actual, was it called? I think it's the collector's edition. Isn't I it? got the, the badass one. Right. Um, not signed, but, no, you know, okay. the badass one. Uh, and uh, when I was going through all of this, because obviously I'm just using my iTunes or Spotify or whatever to, to prep for these, I suddenly realised uh, that I haven't actually gotten around to unboxing it yet. Because. <laughs> Because it's in its cellophane and it's sort of, I, I haven't know. unpacked my my record player and it's sort of, you know, it's one of those things you just think, I'm just going to put that aside for a Sunday afternoon and that Sunday afternoon's never come round. So I have brought it with me all the way from home so I can have my Queen moment of the week l- live on this record, pre-recorded Pre-pod. podcast. Yeah. Now. You're going to unbox going to, it now. I, I mean, I think everyone's unboxed it, but I'm going to... And it's it, there is no visual reference for this. No. So you're going to hear me <laughs> unbox this thing. But I am genuinely excited because I haven't fully taken in what is in it. So if you will indulge me for the next 25 minutes, I'm going to now excitedly open all the things. Well, once you unbox it, you can't sort of like that that moment has passed are you I, sure i'm very aware that it's probably already worth a grand sealed <laughs> you have I'm a to. true queen fan yeah and i bought it to use it well we are very honored to be here to share that moment with you so i am starting with this which is a white envelope cardboard envelope uh with nothing on the front of it and this only comes with the super duper crazy right so I just, I don't know if you can hear a bit of rustling. Yeah, I can hear that. So actually opening. What's what inside? What is inside? Whoa! Oh, hello. What's oh. That? Okay, it's a, a miracle thing. <laughs> yes. And my receipt. <laughs> Let's not remind ourselves of that. Oh, I have the receipt. Worth every penny. I'm going to now take the cellophane off this beautiful... So it's uh, like an A4 size an A4 sort of folder. Full scap. Yeah. I think it's smaller than A4. It's a full scap folding thing. thing. Yes, so it's got the... You all know what this is. Bless you for indulging. I know, I don't. let's share them the journey. Have you got this? Yes, but I've not taken the cellophane off, so I don't actually know what's inside that bit. Now you see. <laughs> yes, and so I'm great. I'm getting to live it. I'm not even keeping the cellophane up. <laughs> Just chuck that. Okay. So... Oh, 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 there's oh. loads of things in here. What does this mean? The teaser tape? There's a... What's the teaser oh, tape? I, is that is the that press pack? CD? Yeah, this is the press pack. That's a press pack. <gasps> it's a tiny CD! It's a tiny CD! I haven't seen a tiny CD in 20 years. What's on it? It the says on the back. teaser tape. Does it... Right, excerpts from tracks on the forthcoming album The Miracle for promotional use only. Wow. Oh, I'm twitching all over the place, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now, oh, there's beautiful things. It's all so beautiful. So it's a little booklet we've got there with, is that? This is like the actual press, press release. Pack, press yeah. release. Which I saw, and it's got that lovely yellowy, papery yeah. design that was yeah. kind of a Barcelona type that they've used on everything. I love this era of their photographs and everything. So it's got the, oh, oh this is their press pack. This is the press pack from the time. Brilliant, right? brilliant. 
Uh, and now there's pieces of paper in here. I haven't even got into the box yet. I know. 16th LP, The Miracle. I'm I going know. to spend... Anyone listening to this, you want to pull up a chair and make yourself a cup months. of tea, this is going to take a while. There's some gorgeous pictures in here as well. Oh, they've done a lovely bit of Vaseline on the lens. Roger's looking particularly sexy. Oh, dear Fred. That's that's amazing. That's a good start. So that's a good, and that's not even in the box. Yours. No, I don't need to now. So I've, I've devalued mine for, for you. my benefit. Thank you. You're welcome. But I, I actually, I, I'm quite excited by that mini CD as well. Well, that's right. yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't have a CD player here. <laughs> but I sort of, I'm going to listen to that immediately. In the, would it, if I put it in the car, will it come back out again? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Do you want to risk it? Yeah. Okay. So now we're heading for the box. Okay. Which in itself is a thing of great joy, isn't it? I love the News of the World box so much. The inlay is so classy and there's so much going on in it. So I, I am quite, like I've sort of, I haven't overly read about what's in here. So I am genuinely very excited. I hope I've hit the microphone a little bit through all of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's just a nice piece of paper telling me what's in it. That's good. Okay. Oi, I'm going to pull the red folder now. The red. You pull the red cord to get everything out. Yeah. Okay. This is a beautiful matte black envelope. Probably only one or two things in here, isn't it? No. There's millions. There's There's millions of things in here. There's a negative of the miracle in two different shades. Oh, look, they're postcards. Oh, so good. Clever. Not that you're ever going to post those to anyone. These are the individual snaps, headshots. There's giant bloody posters in here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the framers, mate. So you've got there, that's the four faces that made up the album cover, but all individual, so they've all got their own eyes on this one. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. That would make a lovely... You know what, that is worth going to a professional framers for. What is this? How big is this? No, this is too big. Oh, that's proper. That's A1. Oh, that's, that's, your, that's your promotional poster. That is, there you go. Oh, all the hit singles on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, that's going, that's going on my bedroom wall. <laughs> Sorry if this is getting a bit dull. I am having the most amazing time. It is, it is like Christmas, isn't it? It is, it is. Special gatefold edition featuring Too Much Love Will Kill You for the First Time. So this is the LP at last. On vinyl. On sexy, sexy vinyl. That is stunning. All the lyrics, as it should be. You're not going to get that on Spotify. Well, you are, actually. You can (laughs) just go show lyrics. And now this is the pièce de résistance, right? Yeah, now you get the same book, which is massive. Wow, there's four discs on the front page of the miracle the miracle sessions alternative miracle and that can't be right mentals yeah see what they've done there miracumentals instrumental version oh i like it (laughs) i like it very much there's more discs at the back what's happening at the back simon more discs. There's you. you you'll have the a miracle you'll have radio a blu- interviews. And there's a Blu-ray and a DVD, I think. Yes. With and is that all the music videos? Yeah, beautifully restored and remastered. So how much of a hand did you have in that? None whatsoever. 
but uh, they are glorious. I've now finally got the Invisible Man video on Blu-ray. And it looks good. Hells yeah, and this book is stunning. I mean, look at that. There's little off-takes. The first image is the band just having a little giggle together. It's lovely. Freddie looking awesome in his beard. Okay, so this is like three months' worth of time yeah. that you have to spend delving through yeah. this. Like News of the World was like that, where yeah. it's just pages and pages and pages. Of it's the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you. Um, uh, and you, 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 you could have gifted it, but you didn't. No. You, you left me to have to get it myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, and I think you value it more highly because of the sacrifices you've it. made I've for it. it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, that's my gift to you, really. Well, I've had to hide from bailiffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm into the Invisible Man set. It just fell open. I mean, this is terrible for an audio format. Yes, but I mean, it it is it is packed full of amazing shots of the band, both sort of like official release vid pictures, but also, you know, off takes, as you say. Uh, anyway, you carry on podding. Okay. Leave that to me and... I will be silent for the rest of this pod yeah. for a change. Because <laughs> I've got things to do. Well, that was a very special Queen moment and it was lovely to actually witness one. Um, so there we go. Thank you. Well, we should yeah. get we we'll should crack on. I've recorded a video of that. If it's usable in some way for to the build Patreon. Patreon, sure. we'll put it on there for you guys Good. so you can see some of it. Yeah. I think anyone who's just sat through listening to that, if you then want to sit through it again and watching it, then... <laughs> yeah, Good we'll luck. do a highlight. Okay, let's get on with some chat. Right, so last November saw the release of a quite magnificent collector's box set edition of The Miracle. Yum, um, yum, yum, yum. An album even the most casual of listeners to this podcast will know means a great deal to Rohan. It was a release <laughs> packed full of incredible content, beautifully put together. But in my humble opinion, the jewel in the crown of this box set was the Sessions CD. Now, for those of you who have not heard it, it contained previously unheard alternative takes and versions of the songs from the album. But on top of that, we were also treated to some songs that were worked on but never completed, songs we'd never heard before. Face It Alone is perhaps the most famous of them because that was released as a single, and we've already talked about that. But to say the gems on this CD made it one of the most exciting Queen releases ever is not an understatement. Someone who was an integral part of finding these tracks and putting this box set together is our very good friend, Queen archivist Greg Brooks, and I'm delighted to welcome Greg, who joins us via the power of Zoom right now. Hello, Greg. Hey, Greg. Hello, Mr. Luptone. Hello. Now, am I right in saying you have to join us on Zoom because you entered the sacred Queen vaults about three years ago, accidentally locked yourself in, and have been stuck there <laughs> I ever <have>. since? Indeed. <laughs> and you're doing very well. Somebody made a joke about throwing away the key, and they did. <laughs> there are a lot of fans out there, I think, who would love to be locked in the Queen Vault oh, God. Um, for the rest of so their lives. So we're still envious of you, even though you haven't seen daylight now for three years. No, there are worse places to be locked. If you were to be locked anywhere, <laughs> I have to say, and food and drink wasn't that important to you, this is the place to be. I'm just outside. Could you just let me in to rescue you? No. <laughs> God's sake. It's raining. <laughs> no, it's um, for various reasons. I mean, I never lose sight of the fact that there were many, many years when I was a young kid going into teenage years and even through my 20s where I used to think, my God, what would it be like to be locked in the Queen Vault or... <laughs> 
break in if I knew where it was and just go through and listen to everything before I died, listen to everything they ever recorded. Wow. And you have, you do have those thoughts, but of course you never expect they're going to come to anything. So when it did happen and I, they suddenly said, but you know, we'd like you to listen to all the outtakes and make notes. You think, Christ, is this real? Oh, what a job. You can probably count on one hand the number of people who've heard everything they've recorded. Yeah, I think it's um, not many people could say that, I suppose. No. I mean, we still find the odd thing that I've not heard. I mean, sometimes Brian will come along and he'll give me a carrier bag and there might be 20 cassettes, (laughs) an old house or an old cupboard, and they might be Van Halen and Clapton and Cream, but there might be recorded over one of those cassettes, you know, when you you cover up the tab with a bit of sellotape. Uh, will be something from a jazz session that he wanted to hear overnight at home. So it might be the thunderstorm from the Dead on Time oh, track, man. something like that. So you, you never know what you're going to find still. You haven't heard any everything yet. But yeah, hearing all those session things that were never really supposed to be heard is the ultimate. They were a hard-working band, weren't they? They just generated a huge oh. amount of material they did but fortunately it's a large amount of good stuff yes (laughs) i mean it could be and i imagine it is for other artists a large amount a huge volume of very mediocre stuff where the odd thing is great or good but with queen it's always played beautifully well Mm. whether you like it or not it's it's always skillfully done by you know great musicians so you're not going to have to sit there enduring out of tune, bad playing or people out of time. And that never happens. So most of the things in the archive that they kept were kept for good reason. And they all make for great listening. Yeah. And even even the in-between banter and chat is fantastic. You know, it's, it's great because it's so historic and some of it's 40, 50 years old. Is that why then sort of the miracle got the release was it you were going through stuff and you just found so much around the miracle and you were like we've we've got to do something with this because it was quite an unusual album to choose next for the box set treatment wasn't it yes it didn't really come from us and i mean the the team that works on all this that Mm. would be me justin and chris that listened to all the audio i had listened to all of it Anyway, for every album, years ago, it was my first job in 97, spending a year listening to nearly everything. So that had already been done. And then I can't quite remember, but it was a bit of a surprise to us where the management suddenly said the band are interested in if a miracle box is feasible. Mm. We all immediately said, well, it certainly is because it happens to be the, the album for which there exists more outtakes than anything else. And they said, oh, right. They had a vague memory of that, but they were surprised as we were at the extent of it. So we were able very quickly to say, not only have we got lots of audio that's not been heard, there's lots of photos that have not been seen. There are interviews that few people have seen. There's text that's never been offered there's quotes that most people won't have seen because a lot of the quotes come from interview outtakes. Yeah. Um, there were fan club magazines with letters from the band talking about the, the upcoming Miracle album or working on Miracle. And there were reviews of the album and the single from the time that if you 
weren't around in 89, you won't have seen. So there was an awful lot of good reasons to, to go back to that album and give people that weren't around at the time, anyone who's come along in the last 20 years, won't have seen, heard or read most of that stuff. Mm. The first half of the session CD is is taken up with alternative takes of the songs that appeared on the, the final album. It's fascinating when you look at those because you see how the songs evolve, don't you? But also you get a glimpse of what could have been if there'd been a different decision had been made. Was yeah. Anything that sort of like really stood out for you from from that collection? Well, it's interesting because when you hear, say, the the album the title track, the Miracle Song, mm. there's so many alternative lyrics and you hear one coming at you from God knows where it came from, someone's suggestion, and you think, well, that's actually better than the line that they used in the in the original. But then you think, no, is it? If, if, <laughs> if this was the other way around and I was hearing it, you'd think, no, is it? But it's not better, it's not worse, it's just different. But you get so used to hearing the familiar a million times since I, I must have heard the miracle track three or four hundred times since 89 and then in 98 I went back and listened to the outtakes and I heard some completely different versions and arrangements and then for this box set we went back yet again and listened to everything and it's incredible sometimes you think why didn't you use that line and it's not because it's better or worse, it's just different. And the one they chose worked better in that moment mm. or with the, the other lines and verses around it. They're looking at the song from a whole, the whole of the song rather than, okay, that line might be better in that context. But in this way, the way we're going with this particular arrangement today, we'll go with that instead. But they could have chosen... For any one line you choose to think of from that track or any track from that album, they could have used three, four, five other lines from different takes. They all would have stood up and they all would have been equally interesting. Yeah. That song is such a good choice because the, the bass break that comes at the end of the miracle that dum 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 on the you know the, the version that we know from yeah. 1989 it's so different on the version that you've given us you have got a bass break but it follows the bass line of the primary theme of the song and then you have the strings over it He's on and to Absolutely right. It just suddenly the song is fresh again, and I want to put it in a playlist. <laughs> and, and, and and you're right, it is just different. But I think with every single song, I'm like, oh, this is better. This is better. Why don't they do this one? And then of course, yeah. as you bed in, you start. Then you start to realise, oh no, the reason actually the versions that we got were evolved from here. So my question is, when you have something like that, we probably have. 
I don't know, 10 different outtakes of The Miracle, say. I mean, is it an amalgamation of several or have you kind of gone for one take or have you... And did they just... Um, are they playing that live? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to analyse it to death because the band didn't want us to analyse it to death and they didn't want to analyse it to death. But generally speaking, they are real takes that you, that you hear, not composites or... or stitched together things i shortlisted many many things as i always do because i get a bit overexcited and I... <laughs> before it gets anywhere near brian and roger it goes to justin and chris and they'll calm me down a bit and say no you can't <laughs> you can't have 19 minutes of stealing greg or whatever why not though, um, greg I'm... or you can't have five versions of my body or they will look at it and think well that that particular thing they're doing in, in terms of it sounds like a jam, we've covered that in that track. Right. So with this track, we'll cover instead the fact that they can change tempo halfway through. Or as long as everything's covered on all the songs, you don't need to hear three versions of every song. So they're very clever and very experienced in choosing the right takes that run together as a, a whole disc. Wow. Rather than just... Well, you could say doing the easy thing, which is just to put everything on there, mm. and some things will clash with others. You, you don't learn very much from the second take that you didn't already have in the first take. Right. So they're able. It's a bit like editing a chapter in a book. When I write a chapter, as as Simon would tell you, it could be eight thousand <laughs> words, and then somebody else can do exa tell exactly the same story in two thousand words. Yeah, that's a great skill. I wish I had. <laughs> you need to be concise and you need to offer everybody everything that you've got from those songs from that time, but without offering them three hours over three discs is unnecessary. Mm. They're able to cut to the chase and give you one disc and you get it. You get the whole. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, well, well mm. we, we've talked about a lot how Queen curate everything that they do. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very good, very skillful at choosing the right moments that run into each other best without the need to repeat yourself and put unnecessary things in that just don't need to be there. You can cut to the chase and that's what that's what they did. And that's what the band expect of them. Me, they expect me to go through everything and throw everything that's remotely good <laughs> in the mix. Yeah. And that's what I do. But they expect Justin and Chris with a, their very honed ears, yeah. their experience of what the band likes and doesn't like to cut to the chase so we're a good efficient team really in that regard yeah no i mean there's, there's so much to love in it i mean the one that stood out for me actually was the the version of breakthrough which has got the sort of the real drums on it yeah. mm. i wake up i feel fine your face chills my spine only i touching something inside of me Honey, I'm touching something You're touching me I'm under your thumb Under your smell We 
real hear glimpse of John what it would have been like if they'd done it live. Yes. I think. Yes, yes that's true. You yeah. Know, so it's which they will be on the breakthrough tour. You're hoping, aren't you? That that's... it's not hope. <laughs> They've announced it. <laughs> you hope with all your heart that breakthrough somehow makes it onto the QAL track listing. Yeah. The next tour, but um, and again, another interesting thing to note on that was there was when love breaks up which was going to be a track in its own right, but then merged into becoming the beginning of, of Breakthrough, didn't it? That's it, yeah. When love breaks up When love don't wakes up A new life is born themselves made the most of the tracks in in many ways because as you know as freddie says in his interview with mike reed and it's in the box sometimes where they didn't finish a whole song or he had the first or the opening for a song but nothing else and didn't want to waste it so he used it on the front of a breakthrough mm. so they're pretty clever you know they know they've got some great ideas that really shouldn't shouldn't be missed and when you hear um things like hang on in there um there's things going on there from a, a session jam yeah they didn't want to waste so they brought it in and you listen to the whole of this box set everything the b-sides the session outtakes and you begin to see the original picture and where they didn't want to lose certain ideas they've incorporated it into a different song rather than it just never be heard again. There were things that would never have been heard again had we not gone back, you know, like that, you know, Brian's Ballads and, and some of those other water nice yeah, things. Lovely, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. those things were destined never to be heard so it's, it's definitely worth doing these box sets i think we're going to continue doing it great and as i've said before queen's outtakes are a lot better than many bands <laughs> first takes, in my opinion not naming any names obviously no not least because <laughs> they're, played, they're played so well and there's such brilliant ideas with such catchy tunes and good lyrics and yeah there's a, there's an awful lot going on even on the stuff that was never even on the album, much less a single. It's just worth hearing. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad we do these boxes. I'm glad we've now got into the habit, if you like, of putting a whole disc together like we did with News of the World. 
and we continue it. I mean, that was a high watermark, and yeah. I was wondering, you know, but actually on this album, it's the first time, like you mentioned, it's the first time we're hearing a bit of their banter. The big yeah. example for me, you mentioned I Want It All, and you've given us a whole new opening to that. The ba 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 da 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 Yeah, 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 that's brilliant. You're hearing Freddie yeah. going, do this, ba ba da 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 do it about four times, and then we'll do it. And then they do it. They just do it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're obviously half cut, because Roger's gone, give us another drink. They're incredible. Hey, actually, before we pass out, let me just try this. Can we just try this riff like this? Okay, and then it go. Four times it goes. Just do the riff about four times and then just go down, 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 Not only are they um, great musicians, but they are clearly great friends, aren't they? And yes. that comes across. Mm. And they love each other's company because nobody else is going to order the band around like Freddie did and to say, do this, do that, then we'll do this, then you do that, and then yeah. Roger, you come in and do that, and Brian, do that, but not that. But they they all working towards a similar goal and they all take it from each other, you know, and, but only each other. I love that. I love the fact that Anything it can be said between the four of them, but if anybody else dared say that, yes, they'd be kicked out. Odd stairs. I know, but I loved it. I loved. There was a lovely moment where where Freddie goes, "Yes, yes, Roger, you should do that because that would be beautiful when yes. you do it like that." And yeah. it's so positive, and yeah. you know, you can see yeah. Freddie's getting fired up by something that Roger's doing, and yeah, those moments must have been wonderful for them when they're yeah. firing off of each other. And how could you not respond to such a enthusiastic, excited? brilliant direction anyway because yeah. <laughs> you know he's right yeah you know he's probably right it's probably going to work so let's do it because most of the things he suggests did work yeah i think I, I love all that there's so many things going on even the shortest comment from roger or john has got you know there's something to it there's some significance even if it's a two or three words it's yeah. it's Minimal words, but uh, everything that needs to be said is there. Well, we got five essentially new songs on this 
this session CD that certainly you know most most people would never have heard before. I mean, Ro, which one stood out for you? You mentioned when Love Breaks Up mm-hmm. it has so much Lily of the Valley vibes to it. Yes, and it's, yeah. it's beautiful to hear that because obviously I've known it as the opening to break. Yeah. Me. But to actually hear it extended out into what it might have ultimately become had it become its own song was 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 really good. But for me, I think I, they all surprised me. But um, "Dog with a Bone," because yeah. obviously, whenever I hear new Queen stuff, anything that's rocking, yeah. <laughs> you know, on Roger's new album it was like, "I oh, yeah, I like more kicks." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm always looking for. Yeah, uh, and "Dog with a Bone" felt like a proper contemporary to that era, sort of proper cop rock track you know yeah. it was it had that sort of i don't know that sort of little angelsy thundery deaf leopardy groove to it mm. which i think they were doing really well in that era and brian did a quite a bit of on back to the light and stuff where it felt like part of that era of bon jovi and aerosmith and those kinds of bands doing this kind of music and yeah that was the one that really yeah that, that excited Here's a question for everyone then, because it's not fair to say, you know, that there's a weak track on the Miracle album because we've all got different opinions and, you know, we are not here to judge Queen's choices. Rain must fall. No, no, <laughs> not going there. So Queen chose the tracks and their their word is final. But if you had been allowed to yep. squeeze one more track onto on the Miracle, so not replacing one, but we get one more go. Let's not have Face It Alone because that obviously has had all the attention. But of the other ones that were on there, would you, do you, Ro, would you have gone with Dog With A Bone? Would you have liked to seen that? Um, yes. Well, I would have had all of them on there. <laughs> but uh, yes, I think Dog With A Bone definitely. Hang On In There would be a big contender, but I know that was a B-side. But yeah, out of these particular tracks... I guess we're we're falling out. It just felt like an early, playful, kind of news of the world type era kind yeah. of song. But yeah, Dog with a Bone for me. How about you? Well, I have to say, for me, the, the one thing that is slightly missing from The Miracle is a a ballad, a proper sort of, you know, beautiful Freddie at the piano type ballad. So I would love him to have finished When Love breaks up because i just mm, think yeah. it would have been a beautiful mm, moment mm. what about you greg yeah i'd agree with that i i do like that i guess we're falling out because it's so very miracle-ish mm. um, yeah i did like that you stabbed your
I'm not. I wouldn't have gone with dog with a bone. I think, although I do, I do see the sense in that. Yeah, I think you're right. A ballad. Oh, I was thinking of. I mean, too much love will kill you should have been there, shouldn't yes, it? That would have made that would nice have been a different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Scandal twelve. Yeah, I'd go with you. A ballad and Freddie finishing that would have that would have been great. That would have been lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know if you're able to share this with us, but was there a moment where you, Justin and and, and Chris, sort of played some of these things back to the band, and, and it would have been the first time they would have heard them in many years? Was there was that was that a thing? They did. I wasn't. Oh. I wasn't part of that. I did my thing. I listened to certain formats of tapes. They they had the access to the multi tracks. Mm. The master multi tracks have alternate takes on as well as the master tape, uh, master versions, and the the clone tapes or the slave tapes. So they were listening mainly to multi tracks. I was listening to all the stuff that came off the stereo tapes, which is lots of stuff you know all the stuff they would have recorded all the live takes all the alternate takes they're all on they're all on little stereo quarter inch tapes or dats or umatic tapes or some something like that so i listened to all that i i went back to them with my findings and played them them some of which they already had they said yeah we've got a we've got that or we've got a version of that which we think is slightly better or we've got that version that you've got, but with a different bass or different lyrics. Mm. So we listened to see which was the best. And then they played me the stuff they'd got, and we all agreed roughly what would go to the band. And then they, I think, presented it to Roger at his place and Brian here at Allerton. Separately, I think. Don't know if they were together. Sometimes they would be together in the room, the four of them. And sometimes they do it individually, depending on the diaries of yeah, the guys, of where they are. Not always possible to get them together. But it's quite strange how when they're not together, they come back with very similar comments. Mm. It's really weird that, you know, Roger might say, oh, I'm not quite sure about the the bass on that or the keyboard on that, or have we got another version? And then Brian will say something similar or... And so they're all, they're always pretty much on the same wavelength. And I'm not sure if the two of them probably speak as well. I wouldn't mind betting that when they've both heard everything, they get on the phone yeah. or get together when they can compare notes. Yeah. Yeah. And then Justin and Chris then come back and say, well, they're thrown that out. They don't like that. They really like that. They want us to remix that. They want the bass lower or higher on that and the drums blah 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 on that is there any more of this that and the other and so direction like that really mm. so ultimately you get down to the final 10 tracks or whatever it was 15 tracks then justin and chris work their magic making them sound as good as they can removing any tiny glitches or if there's a a glitch on the tape gets stuck for a second. They can fix things like that. You know, these are 40 year old masters. Any little glitches or little noises that shouldn't be there, they remove all that. They get it as good as they can, go back to the band. And eventually we get a, a sign off happy, you know, and we do that with every disc and every, every, every aspect of the book. They, they, they look at the book, they look at the text, they look at the images they tell us what images they don't like. Wow. Roger might say, that's a nice image. Is that cropped? 
is there more of it? Yeah. And it will invariably be right because it is cropped. <laughs> you know, to fit a landscape part of the book, we yeah. might have taken a portrait shot and he'll say, let me see the portrait because you can't get much past them. They will notice <laughs> your wow. tiniest bloody detail. Incredible, isn't it? Have you got one of me and Freddie? Some One of them might say, you think, well, probably let's have a look. You know, they might look at the breakthrough chapter mm. and say what it's lacking is a picture of Freddie with Brian and Freddie with Rog. Mm. Yeah. We'll take out a couple of group shots and do that. So they have all kinds of little nice ideas to balance Tension to detail, isn't it? Mm. You know, yeah, every time. Yeah. And well, yeah. And I remember sending them the, um, compiling the reviews because we keep a press archive and I, mm. I spent about a week going through it, dragged out about, 70 reviews of out of the album and singles asked my colleague to transcribe it typed it out and she typed it exactly the same way as it looked oh. on, you know so it might be four words per line all the way down with the heading then i edited them a bit and we put them together and thought well that that's definitely going to get thrown out there's no question so that'll probably be a week's wasted work <laughs> But if by some chance they don't throw it out, it'll be a nice thing we've not done before. And to my amazement, they liked it. Oh, brilliant. They liked the fact that some of the comments were sarcastic. Some of them were spot on accurate. Some of them were a bit of a piss take. But generally, they were fair and entertaining. That was the idea. So it was nice to get that by them. Great. And the same with those letters from the fan club. You know, I imagined that they wouldn't want those in because they covered very particular ideas from a very specific period in time yeah. and might not hold up 40 years later, but they let that go as well. They, they thought, no, it's, it is what it is. That's how I thought of the album at that time. So they left it in and they left most things in this box. They were in a really open Mind. Are they uh, getting soft in their old age? <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. But they are. <laughs> I, def, I definitely wouldn't be on the record saying that. <laughs> but they are more open to things that they wouldn't have been open to 20 years ago. Well, this is it. They allowed you to share outtakes from the tapes of them bantering and talking mm. to each other, yeah. which we've never heard before, ever. And no. that in itself is a surprise. How judicial did you have to be around selecting those moments? Because I imagine there are some more fraught moments and more silly moments, and but you picked some really lovely moments that really gave us a a sense of what it was like mm. for them in that room together, and I, I think they were really effective. Okay, let's take this one, yeah? <clears throat> no, 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 I don't start it, you start that third. Again, that's largely down to the experience of Justin and Chris, who know as nice as something may be, there's no way Roger's going to keep that in. Right. Because it could be misconstrued or it could be taken, he means something he doesn't mean. You know, they know what the band likes and what they don't like. Mm. Again, I threw quite a few things like that in. Anything that was remotely funny, Mm. I'd say, oh, can we try and use that and can try and use that? 
but they they found a lot of banter themselves. Well, actually, I think the band did, did trust us on that. They certainly trusted Justin and Chris's judgment. Yeah, I was just amazed by that um, that decision to open that element out, and yeah. that does make me very excited for future. Yeah, Absolutely. it's very very easy to choose the wrong things, leave out the right things. Yeah, to yeah. get it just right and and to impress the band and to get it past the band is really not easy. Bloody difficult. It's 20, 30 years of experience because anybody else would have done it. They would have picked the wrong thing. The band would have said, Oh, come on, you know, you know that we're not going to let that go. Why have you even wasted our time? <laughs> yes, uh, of course. Yeah. These guys know 99% of the time what's right. Yeah, it's just yeah. instinctive. And it and then the band like it and it got approved. I noticed from these alternate versions of every song, what comes out of pretty much every single one of them is I hear a lot more of John Deacon mm. in the mix on the alternative tracks than I necessarily am aware of on the mm. on the original album. You know, you mentioned Breakthrough as an amazing example yeah. of that where you really do hear John. Um, and I was just curious as to how, because you were talking about, you know, how they, they, they'll look at every image and all of that kind of stuff. Is there an element of the two of them kind of taking care of John and Freddie in the same way, you know, and ensuring that they're well represented and well covered as well? Well, there's just a general situation of all four band members are always, we always try to represent them equally, whether it's music, a photograph, an interview transcription an interview recording or memorabilia or something, right down to you don't want to show three Brian May singles and only one Roger and one Freddie. You know, you've got to, right throughout the thing, we're always aware of the balance. So we never we never put anything up for debate that isn't well balanced. Mm. But the very first thing they're going to come back with is it's not balanced properly. You've got mm. too much of that and not enough of this. Mm-hmm. So that just happens naturally. It always used to happen, and it and it just still happens because everybody involved in this stuff wants it to have a bit of everything in an equal way, and it not to be Freddie Mercury and Queen or yeah. Freddie Mercury's Miracle Box set. It's not. It's all four of them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. This has been amazing, uh, and it's for those of you that got the box set. I, you know. Everyone's really delighted with it. It is incredible. And for those of you who don't, if you can in any way get hold of what's on it, it is extraordinary. Yeah, what's the next one? So, well, that, that'll that be... Answer me now. <laughs> don't wait for the translation. <laughs> it, it, it was... It's. Oh, oh, no. oh, no, it's broken up. We've lost oh, the connection. Well, oh. And that's the one we're going to do next. Yeah. Oh. Greg, thanks so much for joining us. Now, we tend to finish our pods with a game. Would you yes. mind sticking around and joining us on our game? Yes. Oh, fabulous. Check? Right, it's time to play the game. Play the game, play the game, play the game. Is it chess? It's, 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 it's queen-related, so I guess it could be chess. You've uh, got all the context you need. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, because this is where Sam surprises us with a, a question or a game we have to play. Sam, what have you got for us this week? I've got a question that's been asked by a couple of people. Actually. Okay. Uh, Angela Peters, Stuart Pollard are two people who have emailed in. Basically, <laughs> I'm very sorry, Greg, but what they would like to know is what album would we like to give the box set treatment next? So it doesn't... Not what is going to happen, but what we would like to see get oh, this okay. box set treatment 
in the wake of the miracle and news of the world. And if, if you were designing it, what you'd like to put in it, uh, track-wise, even vinyl colours, freebies that come with it, because there's some amazing little... There is always treats. Those ticket stubs and all that stuff you get in them. Well, I would obviously vote Lionheart. It's <laughs> <laughs> second album. Oh, you mean you'd mean Queen? It's got to be Queen. I'm a... Yeah, <laughs> but this is divorced from my previous question completely. Yeah, we are. Just this is not your... you with inside knowledge, Greg. This is just. To give you... Are you asking me or are you asking everyone well, here? Well, we're, we're asking, asking everyone. everyone. So, go on then. Shall I first. go first? Go on then, Ro. Reckon... What would you like? The game, please. I really want the game um, because it's quite a short album. Right. And I'd love to hear as much as they've got around that era. It's also really silvery, which would make a lovely visual box set. Um, I think it's probably the album I listen to the most. It's the bridging album from the 70s to the 80s as well. So, yes, I think. And also they were just going through a very busy period there. So it, it could be an opportunity to include little off cuts from even Flash and things like that that were going on at the time as they started to work on Under Pressure and Great Sense. I get a sense there must be a lot. I feel like they recorded a lot at that time, Mm -hmm. but it was a short album. Um, But mainly it's silvery. (laughs) You want a silver vinyl, don't you? Okay. I've got a silver vinyl. I've got the collection. Yeah. Talking about a nice shiny box. Box, yeah. It would look good. Proper chrome Make yeah. it out of actual chrome. And they look good, didn't they, at that? Yeah. I mean, what's interesting is, obviously, at the moment, like, this is... Is this the... what? Which anniversary is it of the first album? Was that 50. Off? 50. Of, yeah. So we're now in that period where, over the next few years, it is a 50th anniversary of each album. Yeah. So I'm guessing that that might play... But I like the fact that you guys have been jumping around and not necessarily... It's not, doing yeah, it not driven by anniversaries so much, yeah. What about you, Greg? Is there one that you... Um, Person, well, as a fan, I imagine, I imagine you're talking about studio albums. So, yes. yeah, because uh, my first thought when somebody says, "What box would you like to get into?" and mm. would be like Killers, I'd oh, yes. like to remaster it. Yeah, absolutely. And if I was left to my own devices, if they said, "Right, go away and work on your own, and come back in a year with," you know, you can direct the engineers and producers, and they've got to do what you tell them. <laughs> And you and so will the the designers and I would go away and do a live killers thing. Oh. But studio album, I, I love jazz. Always did love jazz. Okay, yeah. And and happen to know that there are some fantastic outtakes from jazz. Right. Really incredible. It's the energy on that album, I, I love that album. Yeah. And um, I know that we could do great things, not only with the the music but the visuals I love the visuals for that album yeah 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 they're crazy that yeah. circular design is so striking isn't it how about you Simon? um well i did think of of hot space because i'd love to know oh. what else they did with bowie that so we that could was stuart's was stuart's was question well done, so it was a hot stuart. space yeah question yeah that, yeah yeah but actually i would really love us to do um a kind of magic, and in the box set, I'd like inflatable members of the band, those cartoon images like they had at Wembley, where they oh, they God. took off. Can we have that, those size yes. inflatable life yes. size? Life size. Yeah. Well, they were like yeah. ten Massive. times like. Yeah. Well, they'll pack down, won't they? They'll pack down into the box, they'll and just then flat pack, and then we can inflate them, and you could just tie them to the roof of your house or wherever you live, and and just. And I can't believe they haven't created a set of models of those yet. Um, but, but they also... will for the box set. That's the thing. 
a box set for that will mean we get Freddie's version of New York, New York. We would get Freddie's version of New York, New which York. I don't think's out there anywhere, Mister Greg Brooks. No. Uh, no, I don't think it is. By the way, there is the Freddie inflatable in the flight case. You know that, don't you? Is it full I... size? No, not quite. No. <laughs> not that's what I want. Across, I want, no. I want. Is it like I want? We talking it's to not like... 130 feet across. No, no not that. Like no. Five foot eight. In the little um, Wembley flight case box. Yeah. But four of those, one of those for each band member would be fun. I mean, they're only know, 10 inches high, but they're good. Yeah, that's yeah. what you want. Yeah. Not quite what you mean, but. No, but, you know. Unless you want to pay £12,000 for your box set, I'd stick with that idea. <laughs> well, that's what you'd have to pay for your Life Killers box set with the amount you're putting True. in it. <laughs> Delivered by truck, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, I'm with you on that because there are so many um, video clips from that Live Killers tour. Yeah. That, you know, we could put something Live really Killers special. Live Killers is such a great shout because yeah. I don't think they've ever been happy with the sound quality on it and it's sort of getting back to that and... Oh, there's so much. I d- that was sort of the double album that intru- that kind of made me really investigate the rest of the albums. Mm, yeah. Because, yeah, I got it early on in my collection and, and suddenly you go, well, okay, I'm going to go and find that album that's got Get Down, Make Love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever, you know, it all came from Live Killers. Yeah. And there's some big hits on that oh, God. as well. You know? Yeah. So it, it was the first 10 Just years. to make you feel very sad for me now, when Live Killers came out, I had to buy it on my mum's catalogue. <laughs> it was eight quid. I couldn't afford the eight quid. It was eight quid, 50 pence over, what's that, 16 weeks? Yeah. <laughs> that's how I got me live killers. Oh, that's so adorable. Oh, that's it. We that's earned commitment. the music in those days. Yeah. yeah. Your children, you, Sam's, just Spotify bloody everything now. I know. Believe me now, I don't know when you say things like that. I couldn't have an eight-pound album. That's ridiculous. Well, that was a great question. Um, We've had a lot of fun with that. Yes, well done, Angela. Well done, Stuart. Yeah, well, uh, we've had great fun. And talking to you has been a joy as always, Greg. Thank you very much. And we look forward to you one day emerging from the vaults. Um, to let me in. Yeah. <laughs> to let other people in. Uh, Can you somebody bring me a drink before you leave? I was going to say, do you have a tea at coffee station? Would, would anything, like a little anything. I've not Capri Sun, days. No. It is actually, it is when, whenever I need anything from Greg, I just take him biscuits and, and, uh, and you get it. He's, he's quite a connoisseur of biscuits. the cream? Well, well, I remember you did tell me which biscuit was the way in. Did you? It's the little milk. Do you like the, the, the little yeah. milk? And then, Malted milk. Malted milk. Malted milk. I it knew is. it. Yeah. I bloody remembered it. Every time. Well, I will I will sort of settle for a Marks and Sparks pecan cookie, though. Yeah. Not pecan, pistachio, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't stretch that. I'm saving up for live killers. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, bless you for joining us. Thank you very much. Hi. Good to talk to you. And thank you to Sam, as always. Thank you, Ro. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This has been The Queen Pod, a Seven Seas Films production. Edited and produced by me, Sam Easton. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and stay in touch by emailing queenpod at thequeenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.
Not bad, not bad. 